Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You dirty bitch! Look what you've done to my peonies! They're marigolds! God, I think she's right. They are marigolds. I may not know my flowers, but I know a bitch when I see one. On this episode of The Commercial Break... It goes hard, but the lyrics are nonsense. I am rectangular. Yeah. I feel it in my bones. Your bones feel rectangular. Who's hot? Who's not? <laughs> Who's a square or a block? <laughs> Got a hole in your cock. Apov on the block. (laughs) I am rectangular. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the director of Rectangular Bones, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. I am rectangular. Feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones is what I do. There's no hole in my soul because I'm <laughs> rectangular. <laughs> you, I know you. I, I just I let Chrissy just listen to this, but you have got to understand that there is a phenomenon happening right under your nose, children. You got to go to Instagram. You got to look up. I think it's Stephen A. Music. Uh, hold on. Let me make sure I get this right. Steve, Sean Stevens dot music. You have to look this up on Instagram. He has put out a song that's basically changed the landscape of music forever. And I and the lyric, the lyricism going on in this song is, I, I guess, the best way to describe it is just to let you listen to it. I mean, it's the very, best way. It's he's a storyteller. He's just like Bob Dylan. Uh, Bob Dylan, <laughs> Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pink Floyd. Uh, who else is is a great storyteller? P. Sean Diddy Combs. Oh yeah, Puffy. 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 
I was, think he was puffy. I for think he was a while. puffy for a minute, then yeah. puff daddy. <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? He was like the most famous guy on the oh, earth he for is like still very around. He is. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I guess I'm just not yeah. in the circles where I would see that. <laughs> but I mean, who's ha? Who's not? Remember we did that <laughs> yeah, song yeah, with yeah. Mace. Yeah. Who's ha? Who's not? <laughs> Drop your cock on the block or whatever he said. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It's a great song. Every time that song came on with that video with all the fireworks and mirrors, I was like, wow, I want to get into that. What's that? I was like 25 years old and I was like, wow, I just want to be a part of one of those music videos because it seems so cool. And then Mace would come in, you know, hoo-ha, hoo-na. (laughs) Who's selling out the stores? Drop a pack on the block, whatever he said. (laughs) Who's hot? Who's not? God pop, you shot. Whatever he was saying, it was awesome. It was. It felt it was like so I was good. hard when I was working in the restaurant industry. I'd be like, hoo-ha, hoo-na. Chop a pot, on the block. <laughs> Would you like peppercorn sauce with your steak? <laughs> Would you like all paw? Hoo-ha, hoo-na. All paw. All paw, on the block. <laughs> It's very catchy. Very, very uh, it's catchy. so hard. Brian's so hard. <laughs> All right. Let me let you listen to a little bit of I Am Rectangular. Here we go. Ready? thousand kilometers to New York City to do this. I am rectangular. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. I am rectangular. rectangular. <laughs> I feel no hole. I am rectangular. Who's hot? Who's not? <laughs> Who's hot? Who not? Who's rectangular on the block? <laughs> I am rectangular and you are a circle. <laughs> I don't want to play too much. I don't want to get. I don't want to get anybody upset. I'm sure he won't mind because I'm letting you know. Go to Sean Stevens Music. Stevens with a ph dot or dot music on Instagram. Look him up. It is like people are going fucking bananas over this song. Everyone is in agreement. We have no idea exactly why he says rectangular. Like it sounds like a puppet almost in a Sesame Street commercial. It is now a cartoon. in my head for yes, the rest of the day. It's going to be because mm-hmm. that's what everybody else says. I don't know why this goes so hard, but it goes hard and it shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, those Instagram things yeah. or TikTok, you know, songs that went hard when they when you didn't think they would. It goes hard. But the lyrics are nonsense. I am rectangular. Yeah. I feel it in my bones. Your bones feel rectangular. Who's ha? Who's not? <laughs> Who's a square or a block? Ah, poiv. <laughs> Got a hole in your cock. Ah, poiv on the block. <laughs> I am rectangular. Is he promoting anything? Yeah, he's what? promoting his music. Oh, he's telling you oh, to go to his Spotify. Music. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's got, oh, do I? <laughs> As a guy who digs around the internet for a living, you should hear the music. None of his lyrics make much sense whatsoever. But the music ends up getting stuck in your head. It's almost like I don't know. He's like the a earworm. He's Rain Man of he's a Rain Man of Instagram <laughs> music. He puts together these lyrics that make no sense whatsoever. He's talking gibberish. But the music, all of a sudden, it's stuck in your head. The other day, I'm in the bathroom and ask, you know, we're getting ready for something, and I walk in and I take off my clothes to get in the shower, and I'm like, I am rectangular. <laughs> and Astrid's like, What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> oh. She has to say that a lot. Yeah. What what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, I think she was saying that during our wedding vows. The fuck are you talking about? I thought this was a birthday party. No? (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. Just say I do. Yes. Happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Yes, Yes. recently. Many years together. I don't know how many, but that's not my job to keep track. (laughs) 
we've been together for a hot minute. Longer than I've yeah. ever been in any other relationship. Yes. That's for sure. And uh, Good choice, by the way. I agree. I agree. I'm not sure she agrees, but I agree. <laughs> it's a good choice. And I don't, you know, you just know when you know. You do. You know when you know. There's no, there has never been any friction that makes this difficult. There's never, we very rarely argue. We never fuss and fight, like scream and yell and all that. Mm-hmm. And I realize that some people do that and that's a good outlet for them. That makes, that's their way of communication, right? A little a little mm-hmm. row every once in a while or maybe every day or whatever. That makes them feel connected in some way, or at least like they're doing a little push and pull. It makes them alive, I guess is the best way. It's like jumping out of a plane. You know, it's a dumb idea, but you do it so you feel alive. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think people fight so they remember why they love each other so much. It's a pattern. But our pattern relationship is much more lazy than that. We just choose (laughs) not to argue with each other because who wants all that? I got to raise 12 children. I know. I don't don't have time for all that. No. (laughs) But I love her dearly. I love her very much. Happy, Happy anniversary to my beautiful wife. And... um. I will say this before we get into the uh, meat and potatoes, and maybe I'll share more later on down the road. But Astrid and I took a trip to Los Angeles uh, for our anniversary. Yes. And while we were out there, we went to dinner with the, with our rep, with our mm-hmm. agent. And he took us to a nice restaurant in WeHo, or West Hollywood, where Tom Sandoval has his restaurant. Old Sandoval. And what I didn't know is that we were having dinner on the same block. Who ha? Who not? <laughs> Sandoval on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we had dinner on this in the same neighborhood that Tom Sandoval's restaurant is at. So Sandy Pants, <laughs> Sandy Pants was at the restaurant we were eating at. I, I saw it. Chrissy. I walk into the restaurant. It's absolutely packed. It's a pretty well-known and popular restaurant, and apparently well-known and popular for both locals, celebrities, and then people. It's like one of those places. It's a staple. You got oh, go to this restaurant, right? So you we were walk hobnobbing in. with bigwigs. We, I was. <laughs> Well, hobnobs were big wigging with me. What are you talking about? <laughs> big wigging. <laughs> big wigging. They put us in a corner <laughs> and rushed us out of there. <laughs> Remember how I told you we had two hour dinners in Spain? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We had a 90 <laughs> second meal in WeHo. <laughs> they were like, okay. <laughs> Time's up. Yeah, they probably have on their little, like, you know, table map. You know, every restaurant has a table map. Not important. Important. They they color code the tables based on importance. (laughs) I guarantee we were like fuchsia. (laughs) Basically ignored. (laughs) They didn't even mark that there was a table there. They were like, I don't worry about those guys. Just give them some bread and tell them dinner will be out soon. (laughs) No free appetizers for us. Son of a bitch. So we go to the restaurant. It's very busy. We go up to the bar. We sit there for a minute, and then they explain to us that they apologize. They can't get us a table right now because there are more important people eating <laughs> right, in exactly. this restaurant than you. And we, I understood. You know, I've worked in the restaurant industry. Okay. They kept on profusely apologizing, but we didn't really care. We were only standing there for like 10 or 15 minutes. They get us a table. We're walking back toward a private dining room that they've opened up for everybody to eat in. It's not that All we, the unimportant people. Yeah, all the unimportant. <laughs> okay. I did not see any famous people <laughs> yes. with an earshot yeah. of us. I did, however, never mind, I'm not going to say that. I just won't say that. Um, But, you know, it was the Hollywood type, right? Everyone's looking good and fancy and eating their food. And um, and then there are, we're at an Italian restaurant, so there are a lot of what I would call like older. There's a number of older Italian men and women that are there. Mm-hmm. So this is a place that you feel like it's authentic, and you're there. You're getting the real experience. Nice. So we so as we're walking to this 
private dining room that, again, is opened up for everybody. It's not that we got a private dining room. We're walking past there, and I see <laughs> a little cowboy hat, a cowboy hat that's too small for the the size of the head upon which it's sitting. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Did it, it have the string, like, holding almost, it in place? Yeah, like a Toy <laughs> like Story a hat. party hat. Yeah, like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> you know, when the kid puts on his little hat, and it's yes. like... And my kids run around and they take the hat off Woody and they put it on top of their head and the hat is two inches wide. It was the weirdest thing. I thought to myself, well, that's strange, yeah. right? <laughs> so then I just kind of turned my head a little bit so as not to gawk or guffaw over this particular situation. So I walk and I look and here's what, here my, here's what my mind identifies in that one second glance. Hat too small for the head. Vest, leather vest on, <laughs> mustache. That's what I ingest. Go sit, have dinner, and about an hour later, I get up to go use the restroom as the meal's coming to a conclusion. I'm like, I gotta pee, I'll go restroom. I walk, I gotta, I gotta pee, pee, poo, poo. So I'll go over there. <laughs> I always like to drop a deuce wherever I go. That way, they remember me. <laughs> they remember not to let you come back? One of Astrid's chief complaints about Brian at restaurants is that he always has to u- visit the restroom. She goes, it's like you're on a tour of restrooms. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I just like to go to the bathroom sometimes. Check it out. See Bathrooms what's going on. are cool. Yeah. I'm know? hoping there's a glory hole in there. I just stick my dick and get a blowjob <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, bathrooms are cool. It's a little... Pro- it gives, Bathrooms can be cool. Let's you decompress from what's going on at the table. You know what I'm saying? It gives mm-hmm. you a little breather. And that's the kind of brain that I have. It works real hard, and then it takes a couple days off, and then it works real hard again. <laughs> so I'm walking over there, and I got a cut in front of this table where the cowboy hat man is. And as I'm walking toward it, I go from head to toe, hat mustache, vest, back to mustache, to eyes, Tom Sandoval is sitting there in the restaurant. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) Clearly he must know who I am. I'm a Brian Green of commercial break fame. (laughs) Commercial breaks. Yeah, the commercial breaks. He has over 12 listeners on a monthly basis. Please welcome (laughs) the guest host of the commercial breaks. It's so good. But yeah, it's so, so good. good. My forgettable <laughs> panel at Podfest. Um, so, which I'm going to go do again. Yes, uh, yeah, a podcast movement next week. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm like, holy shit, it's Tom Sandoval. So I get in the bathroom and I'm like, well, I, you know, there, what do I do in this situation? I came to the conclusion that what, what, what I think I would do. I know. What hey, Tom Sandoval, I have a clip on Instagram that's currently going viral where I'm making fun of you. <laughs> I just wanted to introduce myself. Uh, yeah. Brian Green, The Commercial Breaks. How are you? <laughs> Where'd you sir, get that hat? Sir, please don't speak to the other guests. Thank you. I'm so sorry, Mr. Sandyval. <laughs> we put him in the back room, in the unimportant room. <laughs> we try. Sometimes the people in the unimportant room get into the important room. First class. Yes, we're getting a... They were in coach. That's right. We're getting a porta potty put in the back of the building for the unimportant people. <laughs> I'll have him sanitize next time. Uh, what was your name, Mr. Green? Mr. Greens, please don't go in the important room. I forgot your name already. I'll be back with your free bread, which I'm sure you're here for. <laughs> We make extra bread for the unimportant room. And by the way, we'll send you a bottle of Chianti Classico. I was going to say that too. This $3 bottle of wine comes from Costco. It's Chianti Classico. We eat it with some fava beans. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? 
Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. So we'll be charging 50 for the <laughs> So I saw thing. Tom Sandoval in Los Angeles. It was unbelievable. I was uh, in WeHo with Tom Sandoval. Look at me. It's always kind of weird when you see, um, you know, somebody that's famous. Yeah. That you've seen on TV. Yes. In real life. Yeah. IRL. We... We came across a number of different famous people while we were in Los Angeles. We were in the vicinity of some famous people, like not in the same room hanging out with them, but, you know, they were around and it was weird to kind of be in the orbit because it was like people taking pictures of them and all this other stuff. Yeah. And there wasn't, had somebody been there that I actually really gave a shout about, <laughs> I probably also right. would have been fawning over them, but I, there was no one I really cared about at the end of the day. So I was, but I, I like to watch. I was gawking. I was, I, I also tried to take a picture. Like, I don't want to be that asshole like everybody else. There were literally people standing there as if they were in a zoo taking <laughs> yeah, pictures of so this weird. girl. Hillary Duff, I'll say that. Hillary Duff. They were literally taking pictures like she was in a zoo. And she was mm-hmm. obviously not having it. She was just she had her head turned. She wasn't being dis she wasn't being unpolite. She just wasn't I guess having you have to have, like kind of ignore it. Unless she you ignored want it. it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, and I think Atlanta is becoming somewhat of a little, you know, Hollywoodish here because we have so many people filming. It's a little hot spot. And I blame us yeah. for this. <laughs> I think we are the reason that people now call us the Los Angeles of the East. <laughs> the commercial break studios. Is that what they call us? Yes. Okay. Over twelve square feet of studio space. <laughs> Wires taped. Wires taped to the walls. A surefire hazard. 
Yes, I'm John. What's his name? Uh, the guy, uh, John, who played yeah, the piano. Yeah, the piano. Don yeah. Tesh. John Tesh. I'm John Tesh. Welcome back to Entertainment Tonight. Atlanta's becoming the new Los Angeles of the East, or so they say. We go live to the ground, to the tiny little house just north of Atlanta that started this whole ball rolling with Brian Greens from the commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we couldn't get taped from inside as our producers thought it might be a fu- safety hazard. <laughs> it also smelled a little weird and there was a dog barking the entire time. But Brian, tell us how you started this whole thing. Well, thanks, Brian. We're going to get back to someone really famous. Hillary Duff came. There's Hillary Duff. Oh, <laughs> uh, no respect. We get no respect. I don't want respect. I don't want to be guffawed at like, like that. that. This seems like no. a weird way to live, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a, such a strange... And people, I've heard people talk about it. I mean, some like reality stars and those kinds of people actually want that attention. They think they want it. But, but yeah. yeah. But then there's a, I have heard a lot of people talk about how the fame is just overwhelming. It's too much. You can't, yeah. like, you can't walk down the street. You can't, you have no privacy. As a guy basically. who's really famous, it's really hard to get noticed once every four years. <laughs> By Jeff. <laughs> hey, aren't you Brian Greens from the commercial breaks? <laughs> but I think it's, I think you're right. I think people think they want the fame, but the fame is a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because the it can cut positive, it can cut negative. And Hillary, ask Hillary Duff. She's been through it all, right? She was a child star and then she got famous and then people hated her and now people love her and now then people hated her and now they love her again. And the you know the other person we saw that was famous is the lady from This Is Us, the very famous lady, yeah. the bigger lady. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name, but wonderful actress. She's so good. And she was I love that show. And she had the exact opposite approach as Hillary Duff. And I'm not saying one is right and one is bad. If I was Hillary, I would not have appreciated all of the attention like that either. I would have been like, I just want to be left alone. Yeah. But the other lady, um, which I wish I could remember her name, but is it Melissa something? It's Melissa something, I think. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Anyway, she took the opposite tact. She took selfies with everybody who was standing there. And she was really... Uh, very sweet about it. Appeared that she was being very sweet about it, and you know she just gave them a picture, and then they went away. Yeah. Right. So there's kind of two two ways to diffuse the situation: completely ignore it, and what I think you're doing is encouraging people to get a little bit more aggressive, like people really want to be paid attention to. So they start taking pictures, like she's in a zoo. She's just like take like sta- putting photograph, putting phones literally in her face and snapping photographs. I was thinking about that the other day. Does the paparazzi still really exist on the level that it did, oh, say, yeah. Britney Spears 90s? Oh, yeah. It oh, yeah. does? Oh, it's a bigger business than it's ever been, I think. Really? Because everybody yeah. is everybody's paparazzi now. Before, yes. you didn't have the camera phones. But you the could difference... only see the pictures from those people. But True. Now, everybody has a picture. Well, I think it's a different... I think fame is a different thing now because everybody senses and can access so much information about your life mm-hmm. that if you choose this road, you better be ready for it all to come out. That's why in the commercial, that's why Chrissy, I have taken the tax since day one to just be completely honest about everything that's happened. All the, all the uglies, True. all the everythings, because the truth is, should someone really want to find out? They're going to find out anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm an open book. I am literally an open book. My legs are open 24 hours a day. I'm an open book for you guys, but there's a, di- it's a different type of fame, but the difference today, I think then back then, while people can take, photographs of anybody anywhere they can be paparazzi themselves 
they don't know how to get money for it. They just put it up on their Instagram instantly. Mm -hmm. I think only a few hep cats understand that for a really good picture of Tom Sandoval with, or Sandy Pants at a restaurant in WeHo with another lady besides the one he's supposedly dating could be worth $10,000 to TMZ or New York Post or whoever. They, the paparazzi, the actual paparazzi have relationships where they can sell those pictures Mm -hmm. and know how to copyright them and know how to get digital rights management and all that other stuff. When I'm Brian Green and I just take a picture of Hillary Duff like she's a horse in a barn, and 3,000 other people are doing the same, it's, first of all, it's not a good photograph. Second of all, I'm not really sure that Hillary Duff is even someone that they would pay to have her picture. So am I just wasting my time? The, the real paparazzi are like fucking just people who just follow everybody around yeah. until they catch them in a human moment. And then they sell that human moment. Because everybody else likes to laugh at celebrities who are having human moments. So my opinion is the, the paparazzi are bigger and badder than they ever were because it's big business to get those photographs of those people in those human mo- moments. Uh, but yes, you're right. But also, are the human moments staged? I feel like the human moments are staged. Oh, now. that's the other thing. Well, that's a different <laughs> thing altogether. That's PR. That is, yeah. that is specifically placed... In a way, like you see these girl, you know, I don't know. Let's, I don't know. Take just take an example. Real Housewives of Atlanta star in Jamaica showing off her brand new buns, right? Yeah. And it's like twenty four photographs of her in some string bikini, mm-hmm. which looks they're perfectly clear shots. She's rolling around on the beach. She's got her <laughs> leg up. She's oiled up. She got her makeup on. Yeah, that is somebody that calls the paparazzi. And says, calls a paparazzi and says, hey, you think you could sell, put out a few photographs for us? We're going to be at, you know, Venice Beach, 3 p.m. at this pier. Meet us there. I forgot about the calling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Of course. You call and you just, you, you stage it, essentially. Who do you call? People. Yeah, people. You call people. <laughs> people Magazine. Yeah. That's who you, that's who you call. We need to be calling people. That's right. <laughs> people Magazine, how can I help you? Yes, I'm calling. My name is uh, Bob Smith, and I'm calling on behalf of Brian Green from The Commercial Break. <laughs> Brian Green, The Commercial Break. I just wanted to let you know he's going to be walking the streets of Atlanta starting at 3 p.m. today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want these photographs? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worth big money. It probably won't be, so we'll pass on that. Do you have any photographs of Hillary Duff? Yes, I do. I'll send them right over. <laughs> like, you call, and then you just set it up. And then there's lots of other stuff that's staged, too. There's PR plants, and, you know, sure. there's a whole big machine behind there mm-hmm. that we will never get involved in. <laughs> we never. We will never know the inner workings. No, we will never know the inner workings of fame, because I just don't think that's in the cards for us. But that's okay with me. Absolutely. I don't need fame. I don't fame. want that. No. no. You know what I need? I need... <laughs> I need a good, healthy pat on the back from our listeners every once in a while. Keeps my tank full. Yes. I don't need to see my name in lights. I'm not interested in all of that. And it will never happen anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, the reviews are perfect for me. Love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. reviews are good. That's the that's the notoriety mm-hmm. that I want, is the knowing that people are enjoying the show. I've really thought about this long and hard. I am not interested in you know, having security around me or being famous no. in that way. 
I because that's not me. It's not who I am. I'm not interested in any of that. I'm too old for all that yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Plus, like I said in the last episode or a couple episodes ago, we are in a different like you and I serve the 25 to 54 crowd, not the 16 to 25 year old crowd. It's not generally the people who listen to the commercial break based on the information that we get. And so I think there's just when you get to a certain age, you're like, do I really need to get all worked up about a podcaster? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, I'm not exactly. Conan O'Brien. Do I really need yeah. to get worked up about Brian? And he was no. on TV for forever. Yeah. So yeah. So if you see me out on the streets, let me repeat. Let me respond. Okay. I am a nice person. And <laughs> yes, by nice person, I mean don't it, 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 when I am not bothered. And by bothered, I mean talk to. So just don't bother <laughs> me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, you'd love to be bothered. <laughs> of course. I, <laughs> hey, you, my podcast friend. I just popped in to say that you are the best part of TCB. And to show our appreciation, we want to give you a free WWFD sticker. It's the What Would Frankie Do sticker you've been asking for. It's number four in our series of stickers, and you get one just for being a friend of TCB. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button, tell us you want a sticker, and drop us your physical address. Those FedEx men's will be at your door post-taste. We want to hear from you, your wild and wacky stories, dating disasters, ask TCB questions, and now you can ask Brian's mom for terrible advice. Hey, I learned my terrible advice-giving skills from someone, and my mom is that person. 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll-free from anywhere in the world is where you can send us your questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas. It's a real live phone line where we actually respond. 855-TCB-8383. At the commercial break on Insta and TCB Podcast on TikTok. And please, do me one more favor. Go to YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Subscribe to that channel. Morgan does a great job editing the videos to be released on the same day it airs here on the podcast feed. Now let's listen to a word from our sponsors who keep this rambling wreck fueled up and ready to rock. And then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Listen, I told some people last night about our dive bar tour idea, oh. and it went over big time. Viral? Did it go viral inside the It went viral on inside the, table? the house. Yeah, at the yeah. table. <laughs> With all five of us. <laughs> I got five out of five legs! <laughs> yes, so I like the idea of people sending in their ideas of their, their favorite dive bar in different cities. Yeah, that's, that's what we're looking for right now. We want to understand... If there, if Chrissy and I were to put together a small, and by small I probably mean one city, one one bar, <laughs> one time, yeah, two maybe, <laughs> two uh, city tour, two open mics in a row, <laughs> Thursday and Friday night at the laugh at, at you know Jolly Rogers in Charleston, South Carolina. If we were to put together a little small, you know, couple city dive bar, we'll come and we'll do some kind of performance. <laughs> We'll do the show, right? I will sing the song. I will sing the song. <laughs> I am rectangular. Well, that's the big debate right now is that if we do were to do a show live, would we do a live episode of the commercial break? If we were in a dive bar, maybe. Maybe that's what we do. Come up for an hour and a half, two hours, do what we do. If we do if we do an actual show, like in a in a venue somewhere, then I think we would probably not get away with just I mean, I think sitting it's a on a live couch. taped show, right? Yeah. We tried to do this at Mempho that one year. No, we were like, that was, yeah. Live from Mempho. Live from Mempho. And then, and then, it's too loud, too noisy, too exactly. distracting, and we're next to the bathrooms. It smells bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's 112 degrees outside. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, right. we went to Mempho a number of years ago, and that 
that went over like we a wet fart ideas. in church. We had big ideas <laughs> and a big tent, <laughs> but nothing else in it except for me and Chrissy. And really, at the end of the day, and me because Chrissy had other things to do. Yeah. Chrissy quickly realized this was not the idea, <laughs> and she had other places to go. But Jeff was like, "I need somebody in that tent, man." He did. He did. He was like, I need you here at 8.30 in the morning. We got home at like 2.45 the first night, and he's like, I need you there at 8.30 in the morning. Make sure someone staffed the tent. Staff the tent? <laughs> what staff do you yeah, think we have? We didn't have? realize the commitment yeah. that went along with that. We <laughs> well, thought we were going to do like I a little about, show and then go enjoy the music. Yeah, I did about halfway through day number two, I realized what kind of commitment it was as I couldn't leave the tent. <laughs> You did get some audio, though, of people. I did, but it was unusable because we were right next to the stage. What What was I thinking when I put this idea together? I mean, honestly, when Jeff and I started talking about this, what were we thinking? This is a bad idea. Do a live show for Menfold while widespread panic is playing six feet away. You can turn them over when I stop laughing at us. Schools! I'll be school side, bro! Hey, we're trying to do a show here! Hauser forever! Our harebrained ideas over the years have been funny. They have, but they've all worked themselves into some magical... On my way here today, I saw a billboard for a podcast. Oh, you did? I couldn't tell. Like the, They should not have done that. All I could make out, because it was dark, it was like blackish. Yeah. On, you, can't, you couldn't see the name of the podcast, but it did have podcast <laughs> white type letters. And I was like, but which one is it? And I was like, oh my God, somebody else is doing a billboard yes. for a podcast. Stop. Stop. Don't do it. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> warning warning bad marketing idea the five second put flashing the money billboard towards wires that's right and microphones put the, put the money toward your family do anything besides i mean my family didn't know where the next meal was coming but brian had to have a a billboard on mulholland drive at two thirty-seven in the morning during the lockdown of coronavirus <laughs> What a dumb idea. One of my uh, friends got a billboard on in New York in Times Square. Whoa. And so she time. posts a picture of it, and I am impressed because I'm like, wow. I yeah. looked into Times Square billboards. and How much is it? It's sunshine. It still is way out of our price range. Oh, God. No, I know. I'm not saying we should uh, do that. I don't want to do it's, that. I think actually. it's like. Do not do, not yeah, do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, if somebody else can do that for us, that will be cool to take a picture with no. it, but that'll never happen either. Because with that, you'd have to be famous if we don't want all that. So it's like $10,000 for a minute billboard that like mm. rotates in 20 seconds or whatever it is, right? The $10,000 okay. minimum, I think, depends on which billboard you're on because there are hundreds of billboards. True. Down there. And that's why it's such a bad idea. It's because how do you expect that someone is going to give two fucking shits about your podcast when they are driving by at 72 miles per hour or they're in the middle of Times Square, do you really think they're taking the time to subscribe to your podcast? No. So I say, how did it do? <laughs> well, she was gifted. It It was gifted to her by, I think, by her network or something. Okay. It was gifted to her. And she's like, listen, I think we ran like, you know, 30 times in 10 days or whatever it was, twenty second at 20-second pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, so 20 seconds at a time on a digital board. How many billboard. clicks did it get? Well, people were... <laughs> Up there, just hitting the button all left and right. Smashing it. 
Get down off there. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Smash the subscribe button. <laughs> I'm writing down www.thecommercialbreakspodcastcomedy.com/slash/slash/slash. <laughs> Oh, I gotta HTTP. wait. Yeah, I gotta wait another three hours till the twenty seconds comes back. It's so stupid. So I said, "How do you see a bump in traffic or anything?" And she's like, "No, of course not. Of course not, because it it's a just, ridiculous notion." Yeah. Now I know that billboards do work for some companies, but it's like a brand thing. It is. You can't expect that people are gonna like call a phone number right away. They, the QR codes that were on those a while back dro- drove me crazy. I'm like, who's taking out their phone right now? Why no are they driving one. to do a QR code on the billboard? No one's doing QR code. I mean, QR codes like if at a restaurant at a when menu, they have a menu. For a menu. Yeah. Or in a hotel well, when, when you need room service. when you're forced to do them, <laughs> sitting down at a table. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> such a bad idea, too. It's I, I, I really dislike that. I mean, I understand you're saving paper and all that, but it really drives me crazy when you go to, like, a super nice restaurant and they want you to open up your phone. It automatically sets the tone for the night that I don't like. Everybody's looking at their phone and, you know, scrolling through I a, agree. a menu. It does set the tone for looking at yeah. your phone. And let's be honest about it. Of all the websites in the world, I think restaurants do it the poorest. Like, restaurants <laughs> have such a mission of different types of websites. They're usually all a WordPress site where most of the links are broken. The menu is outdated. You know, you you click to make a reservation and you never can make a reservation. It's like restaurants just, I don't know. They should I, just have a huge, large menu where everybody can see it from their table. Totally agree. <laughs> I got a friend who's got a bar in Athens yeah. and he just writes the menu. On, he has the all the walls have ch- big chalkboards on the very top, right? There you go. And so he just writes little things on them, but he then he puts his, his menu on there every day. So you can day. look at it and also talk to the the person in front of you or the yeah. people that you're with and you don't That's have to it. look at your phone. It's like a little social thing. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking to each other and they're having fun. It's yeah. it's great. But, you know, for a podcast and you're putting it together a one-off billboard where people are driving by. Now, to be clear, we did How do I know this? Well, let me explain <laughs> how I know this. I'm going to give you a little marketing magic here. <laughs> okay. We had no listeners anywhere. No, we had period. just like done two episodes or something. Two episodes. 90% of the three <laughs> downloads we got came from Atlanta yes. and then one from Venezuela <laughs> because my mother-in-law wants to be supportive even she has, though she has no idea what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> that was sweet. Did I, t- I, I think I said this story too. Or she when it happened, told her friends about it. That she put it out on LinkedIn. <laughs> you and I are talking about, you know, Cox for Christ or whatever. <laughs> and my mother-in-law sent it to all 5,000 people on LinkedIn, like personal message or whatever. Check out my son-in-law's new podcast. <laughs> we got hundreds of downloads in a week, and I was so excited. I'm yes. like, wow. Then I look at where the traffic's coming from, Venezuela, Mexico, Spain, and I'm like, why are we getting all this? And Astrid goes, well, I told my mom, and uh, she threw it out there on LinkedIn, and I'm like, no. 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 So anyway, how I knew that Cox for Christ, (laughs) I had to change that title because I got a little nervous. Um, So how do I know the billboards work? Because I picked places where we did not yet have any listeners like Davenport, Iowa and um, (laughs) Los Angeles, (laughs) New York and all these other places. So we did see some traffic from those places after we ran the billboards, but it did not in any way, shape or form. Yeah. (laughs) Chrissy. We're constantly trying to fill the bucket back up. People are always just like, oh, I'm out. Cox for Christ. See you later. 
I love when we get a new Instagram follower and occasionally I'll go look, you know, I, I want to reciprocate. Maybe I'll give their, you know, one of their posts a heart or whatever, but I want to go reciprocate. And every time I see, you know, people have put, you know, Jesus lover or, you know, Christianity forever or whatever. Every time I see that, I'm like, well, I just, I subtract that from our follower count because I know that one's going away. Well, <laughs> Teresa Caputo is my, you know, Teresa Caputo is my favorite. Well, spirit negative, animal. Yeah, spirit animal. Well, that was fun while it lasted. Well. Oh, man. <laughs> I listen to your podcast. Nightmare. Crickets. You know, crickets. That's right. Someone the other day, like from the podcast industry, a rather kind of, I want to say, like in the podcast industry, the business of podcasting, I would consider them a uh, relatively important person. An executive? Yeah, kind of like, yes, an executive, a <laughs> uh, CEO of a business that does a lot of things in podcasting that people, everybody knows. He's one of those guys, uh, people that everybody knows if you're in the podcast business. So I was, so he texted me the other day. Every time he texts me, I'm like, wow, this guy's, you know, he likes us. And he goes, so we're talking about something else. And then he says, oh, I, I heard your story about your Airbnb in Spain. I listened to your show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. I, I'm glad you found it funny. He has not responded <laughs> since. <laughs> he could have at least said, yeah, it was, or no, it wasn't. But he just said nothing. Sometimes no response. Nothing. That is the best response. Yeah. Well, listen, I can't expect that everyone's going to be a fan of the break. I'm just hoping that more than 10 of you eventually will like the commercial break. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. We're talking about fame and literally, literally no one listens to the show. I think we suffer from a little bit of delusion sometimes. This is what happens when you sit in this fucking thing. It's like that guy, Kai. Remember? We were talking about him yesterday. I always run around New York with 50,000 people. Yes. He probably suffered from the same delusion, only there's a difference between him and us. He actually had people watching his show. <laughs> yeah, he was popular. Yeah. So I get back, I, I circle all the way back to the point that if you find yourself with an idea for a dive bar that Chrissy and I could yes. do a show at. Send I can't in believe, your was that the originator of this? That was originator, and now we're almost at the end of the episode, <laughs> and we've talked about nothing for 45 minutes. Glad you stuck around with us. <laughs> oh, we've always said it's just like, just it's the two of us like at a bar, That's at right. a dive bar, At a dive bar. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we li- <laughs> Well, I guess there's only one way to end the show, Chrissy. And that is rectangular. I'm rectangular. Rectangular. Circle. <laughs> What'd you call me? I called you a circle. <laughs> Hey, babe, my cock's rectangular. What do you say? Jump on it. Come over here and jump on it. No? Okay. I just want to become famous with my own wife. That's all I'm looking for. Yes, the my approval. Wife. Yes. I'm the same with Jeff. I'm like, when's the last time you listen to the commercial break? I know. Huh? Oh, uh-huh. he does. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm busy. I just want to go eat Astrid sends me a, 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 an Instagram message or a message the other day. She goes, have you heard about Feet Finder? You guys should talk about Feet Finder. <laughs> and I'm like, we did four fucking episodes on Feet Finder. My feet are on Feet Finder because of the commercial break. When are you going to listen? And I can play, I can, I can understand Jeff. He doesn't work with the commercial break. For God's sakes, Astrid's the reason for the commercial break. 
Oh, Lord. All right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. Brand new. It's lovely. Astrid did a great job working with the, the company that did this website, and we'd appreciate it if you would go there. All the audio, all the video right there from one location. But most importantly, you can get in touch with us. You want your What Would Frankie Do sticker? We got it available for you. There you go, Chrissy. Show the show the nice people. That's right. So your What Would Frankie Do sticker is number four in <laughs> our series. Body. Look at my body. It's a great sticker. We'd love to send it to you. If you want us to sign it, we can do that too. Uh, go ahead and go to the website, hit the contact us button. There's a drop down menu that says, I want my sticker, and then give us your physical address. We'll send them off. We do that every uh, seven to 10 days. We drop some in the mail, so you'll get it in a couple weeks. Also, it's so important. We would love you. And I say it's so important as if it's actually important. It's not important, but we would love it if you would go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I think you're going to really like the videos. Morgan does a fantastic job. The episodes air the same day on YouTube that they do here on the audio feed, and it just helps spread the word about the show. So you could do us that favor. Go subscribe. We would love you for it. 855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. We'll pick up the charges. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We take them all. We always answer. We never spam. You can also do the same thing on the website if you want to send us an email. Go ahead. Please do it. We'd love to hear from you. Ask TCB. Ask for advice. Ask Brian's mom. All right there. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok. Yeah. Ask for my mom's advice. Ask Brian's mom. That's right. That's right. Okay, Chrissy. I'll say that. uh, I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. But I love you. And I love you. And best to you. And best to you. Thanks for hanging in there while we babbled for 45 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Until next time. We always say we do say and we must say. Goodbye.